This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Trateris here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, as always, my buddy, my buddy, my cousin, my pal, the man with the plan, the one and only John Malika. He's fucking back, everybody. He is back from Kenya. He's back from his, his world travels. He's back in the studio, back to get it going, talk about the Jets, talk about the Knicks. Good gracious, man. We missed you on this podcast. Greg was holding it down. Ricey was holding it down. Chris was holding it down. Everyone was holding it down. But now we have my man. The man making the, the return like Michael Jordan once again. Not once this year did you do it. You do it twice. Impre- Actually, it's not even the same year. It's 2022. Yeah. Welcome. Happy New Year, buddy. Happy New Happy Year, Happy New bro. Year. We're back. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> you guys you guys really held it down, man, uh, over this uh, last couple of weeks. I'm sorry to leave you in the middle of the Jets season, but sometimes the guy needs a break, man. I mean, uh, we were all in for the Jets all year. I went to London for the team. Sometimes it's nice to just sit back, take a break. And I think the Jets needed it too because they came back on fire, man. Zach Wilson, after his injury, he is so back the last couple of weeks. Uh, I'm, I'm just so excited about the, I mean, even though we knew this was going to happen, right? I mean, we, we, we saw the, that, <clears throat> that, sorry, excuse me, that Jets chart circulating all over social media. Right where we're at that point of the season where the Jets get some wins and we get all excited about them before the, before the year ends. Like we're here and they do oh, it every year. Us. <laughs> we knew it was coming, but I'm I'm so glad that we beat the Jaguars, a game that was so important for me, my personal feelings, not just because it was me against Greg, our video producer and co-host of Winning P Weekly, and stepped in for our Jets episodes, but also because of the whole Trevor Lawrence deal. The whole Urban Meyer nonsense. But, dude, Brian Schottheimer was our offensive coordinator. <laughs> that had me dying. Like, we could not lose <laughs> to Brian Schottheimer. Uh, <laughs> I'm upset. I'm, I'm kind of upset that James Robinson got hurt. That kind of sucks. A big injury yeah. uh, during that game. Tell that to and my fantasy the, football team. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hopefully you don't have a dynasty. Uh, and then we move on to Tampa Bay, dude. The two games I was like, these were huge games circled on my calendar, right? We had Tom Brady coming back to MetLife. For a minute or two, I was really happy I was in Africa, right? During, during, like, I was like, all right, Tom Brady here. I can't have him, you know, beat me at home while I'm freezing again. It's just too much. It's just too much trauma. But we had an amazing game, man. An absolutely amazing game that, I've I've never really heard a coach say we won that game after we lost the game, but I I really agree with Salah. Like that was such a great inter- like press conference. I was actually like, yeah, we won that game. Like we we really did win that game. I, I don't care if the seven string wide receiver gets a forty yard pass for Mister Tom Brady with a minute left in the game. That's just that has to happen, right? That's just that's just everything that we know about football coming together as one. I hate it so much. I really hate it so much. Like I was so frustrated. <laughs> I was so frustrated after watching that game. I was so angry because I was like, please tell me we finally do this, man. Please finally tell me we, we stop this man at home. But no, he had to throw a stupid after the color green nonsense. He had, yeah, he owns a color green. Get the fuck out of here. After he throws <laughs> a, a 33 yard bomb to Grayson, Rando wide receiver, care. Uh, wide care receiver number six. I don't. <laughs> It is so infuriating, bro. Like, I was so infuriated watching that pass. And, like, yeah, Elijah Riley, you, you shouldn't have jumped. I'm not rehashing that. Greg and I did that. If you guys want to listen <laughs> yeah, to that again, yeah. go back and listen uh, earlier this Brown. week. Dude. <laughs> like, that was, that was an insane game, dude. Dude. I, Fournette. Can I just say this? Like, I, I didn't really bring it, bring it up with, with Greg when I was watching that game. But when I saw Antonio Brown just take off a show, I was like, did this guy get, I was like, did I miss something? Did I, this guy get kicked out of the game? Like, did he get ejected? Like, did I miss something? And it's like, no, Antonio Brown's just leaving the game. I was like, he's just leaving the game. <laughs> yeah, he's just leaving. That I was, was a, like, I had no context to that, right? I just got like random notifications that that was happening. Like, oh my God, like a random text. Oh my God, Antonio Brown, what is this? 
when you watch it in like live video, like I didn't even watch a condensed game. I was watching like the full game and the replays. Like nobody had any idea what was happening. All of a sudden, this guy is straight I'm up saying. in the end zone. You know, <laughs> I was dying laughing, like, especially when I knew what happened. Like you know, like I, I'm just like watching it unfold. I'm like, goodness gracious, I can't believe what people were thinking. Like when this was live happening. Like just like he's just like bad. I'm trying to tell you what I was thinking. What was going on? Like I'm watching this game. So pissed, dude. Bruce Arians was so mad. Yo, he's not like he. I'm just. I just want to know what the actual story is. Like I. I, Well, and and the rumor is the rumor is the incentives, right? Which which incentives? Yes. Go on. Which which is something that you know wide receivers like Victor Cruz have always talked about. These these wide receivers are always on these one year deals with the guarantees not that high. And teams purposely freeze wide receivers or running backs or whoever out if it's a if it's a reception incentive or it's a, it's a play snap advantage, and they literally freeze them out so then they don't get paid their extra hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollar bonus, whatever it is. I mean, all year on Winning P Weekly and you know outside of the podcast, I've been talking about how insane it was. That they're letting Carson Wentz play uh, over the snaps because uh, the Colts get a worse draft pick, right? So there was like certain times this year where they could have benched Carson Wentz when they were up yeah. a lot or down a lot, and they could have mm. you know fixed that. But the Colts really did not. They really kept it going, uh, status quo, and they didn't really care about the incentives. On the other side here, they're throwing balls to Grayson. I mean, I know it was at the end of the game after Antonio Brown was out, but if I'm Antonio Brown, I'm also going absolutely bonkers. Well, here's the other thing too, like, and like, I can understand the Carson Wentz thing. You're in playoff contention. You don't want to do that. You don't want to jeopardize that. I get it. And when you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and you're just rolling on all cylinders, you can actually afford to do that. But the other thing was that he was talking, Antonio Brown was talking about he didn't want to injure his ankle. He didn't feel like he was fully ready to go, too. So this is the whole thing. Like, what's happening here? Like, yeah. what? There's like so many things going around. It's like incentives. We have, uh, you want to talk about an ankle injury. You want to talk about maybe it's because. Antonio Brown has mental health issues and you know that 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 could be a real thing too. We just saw what happened after the whole Raiders Patriots yep. debacle and potentially getting traded to the Bills. We saw all of that. So that could also be real. It's just like there's so many stories out there that you just have I have no idea what the hell's going on. And it's just you know so confusing. You what? know what I love Alex? It's over what? for Tom. It's over. Uh, it's over. Dude, it's over. Like last year it was all, you know, uh, you know, roses and, you know, Tampa at home for the Super Bowl all came together. It's over this year. There's no chemistry on the team. They can't stop a nosebleed. They almost lost to the New York Jets. All right. Let's, let's, let's keep it in context. Like they should have lost to the New York Jets. We should have been in victory formation. If is this, is this back to LaFleur season where I could, I could, you know, hate on LaFleur for a little bit because for a long time, since he's been in the booth, I've had nothing but nice things to say. He really messed up that play, dude. He really messed yeah, the, it up. Yeah, the communication on that last one to fourth and two where it should have been an end around to Barrios. And what they were saying is that they usually call two plays. That way, uh, Wilson could call kill. Like, a, a, essentially, like an alert is what he uses instead of like kill. Yeah. Um, so he would call an alert and then he would switch to the next play. And essentially, that's what happened there for quarterback seek. However, when that no happens, because it's no, two but, yards, why are you even calling it though? Why are you even calling that? He didn't, he didn't intend to call that. That's the accident. He, he, she forgot to say, do not kill to that and just go with the actual play. That's the lack of communication. And then on top of that, Robert Sala was upset with LaFleur because that should never have happened being essentially close to three yards away, even though it was like fourth and two. And you're not even close to like getting, not even, not even like, not even, I don't know, two was not even doing that, calling two yard, you know, QB sneaks. Oh, I agree. I'm also looking at Zach Wilson too. Like, there's got to be a little like alarm there, like your head, just be like, "I'm going to run a QB sneak close to three yards away." (laughs) What are we doing here? Yeah, I I, that was so odd, man. I don't know if that was like the pressure of the game or what was happening because, like, it was it was a high intensity. You know what I mean? At that moment, it was very tense. Oh yeah, we just you got to think about it. You just had two three and outs back to back. You just gave the the Buccaneers uh, an easy field goal because you. Because uh, Brandon Mann had a terrible punt, and yeah. now you march all the way down. You're in scoring territory. 
I can't imagine being a rookie. You're like, I had the chance to beat Zach. I mean, uh, Tom Brady. And, you know, I like that he went for it on fourth. You got to go for the kill against Tom Brady. You can't, you can't, you can't play it safe. Sure. There's no such thing as playing it safe against Tom Brady. That's how you got to play it. Love the call. The execution on the play on what actually happened was just the most head scratching thing possible. It was embarrassing. And if it was you watch that, embarrassing. and if you watch that play, you see Braxton Barrios just like confused as all hell. He was like, it's wide open. He, you know, but you see, like he turns around, and he's like, what? He's like, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> like what's going? It, like kudos to Barrios because he could have been, he could have easily been like pissed about it. Go ahead. Go ahead. You can, no, keep, keep going. Keep going with the Barrios love because we got to get into Mr. Yo, Braxton can, Barrios. Yeah, I know. You don't, you, you weren't here for the last two weeks to give uh, Mr. Barrios as well because he not only had uh, a return for a TD against the Jags, but then he also has two TDs, one rushing, one, one, uh, cat, one receiving. And look, if I, if I'm him, I'm like, yo, man, I'm killing it today. Give me the goddamn rock. Like he had the easy walk in touchdown on that end around. Just easy. He had the wheels to do it. It was just so it, that was the most infuriating, head scratching, annoying play. This is where I agree with Joe Beningo, uh, who has his own Uh-oh. podcast now. Yeah. Because he, he, I mean, he's just the angry Jets fan who, yeah, who just wants to see it. Joe Beningo. Yeah. Go. On this, in this where he's like, yeah, no, but I'm just angry because like he should have like just had it, like had it. Like that's the, like that's the win. That's the win. Unlike Joe Beningo, I can see the moral victory in this. And I also understand where this goddamn team is. <laughs> Here's here's the thing. All right, guys, you know what time it is. Time to pay the bills around here. Got to do this live ad read. I keep saying this every single time that I do it, guys. We're partnered with Fan Sided, which is part of Minute Media. And who else is part of Minute Media? The Players Tribune. And over at the Players Tribune, they got a new podcast called Blindsided. It's the first ever mental health podcast. The hosts are former NHL goalie Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Diane McIntosh. The show will share moments for a variety of athletes when they, when everything changed for them and mental health became the most important focus of their lives, whether that's dealing with PTSD, addiction, sudden life changes, insecurity, or breakdown. This podcast will go into the details of what these players had to go through and give listeners an understanding of the different types of mental health challenges people face. So far, they've had guests such as Kevin Love, Paul Bisonet, and Kurt Warner on the show. So, guys, make sure to go over to the Players Tribune, check out Blindsided. You can find them on all audio streaming platforms, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, you name it. Go check them out. I'm so proud of Jets Nation for not being upset that we beat the Jaguars. I am proud of Jet Nation for wanting to beat the Buccaneers. Like that's a huge step from last year, man. Think about it. Last year we're crying for 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 winning games, like literally yeah. crying about it. So yeah. I'm I'm really glad that we had some dignity here to want to beat the Jaguars and beat Tom Brady, and we're finally coming to the same page here where the draft pick doesn't really matter that much. Like Dude. we're gonna get a top five, we're gonna get two top ten, or maybe a, a you know six and twelve. You know, as of right now. As of right now, according to Tankathon, we're going to have the fourth and the seventh. Like, what more do you want? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, that that's that's fine. Like, that's really fine with me. I don't really need to, you know, we might miss on, you know, the, the defensive end for Michigan. It's yep. fine. You know, like, it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be A-OK. So, I'm pr- I just want to say I'm proud of Jets Nation for that. And the second part is Braxton Berrios. I'm so happy that we've everybody's finally on board. It's no longer a joke that Braxton Berrios is our best player. When you go look, just go look at the starters versus Jaguars. It was disgusting. Like Denzel Mims is our number one wide receiver. Like what? What is happening? I couldn't believe that. No snaps against the Bucks, by the way. No snaps. He doesn't deserve any. He doesn't. I, I want. I wonder if that. I wonder if that near. I don't know if you remember, but that near pickoff. Uh, versus the Jaguars in the first quarter, uh, mm-hmm. like I, I, I just watched the game, so it's not fair. <laughs> um, but what, but on that, he he was Zach Wilson was clearly looking for the hitch, and so was the cornerback. You know, the only person that wasn't was Denzel Mims. He was going on a post route, and I feel like since then, like there was a little since like, then in there. Well, I'm Let's saying go- like, like he he looked at him twice in that first quarter. 
Yeah. Like that was the second time. And after that, it was really like the next two games really didn't even look his way. You can't. I mean, we can even go <laughs> yeah. further back than that. Go by, go before the Jaguars game. He has back to back, uh, like miscues for winding up on offense. You bet it's week 14, oh, 15. Dude, I was, what game was that? Oh my goodness. That, that way I hurt. He could not line up before the line of scrimmage. I had no idea what was happening. Like, yeah, why that, couldn't he just line up? Dude, that was against, uh, who was it against? It was against the Dolphins. Yeah, that, that was a really tough one, but I'm so happy that Braxton Berrios is in extension talks. Let's yeah. go, Alex. Let's go. I love Braxton Berrios. And not again, not only because he's coming off the practice squad, he got cut from the Patriots, which is our own little Danny Woodhead, as you like to say. But he's our clearly the best player on our offense. As of right Zach now, Wilson. yeah. Seriously, including Zach Wilson. Like, I love Zach Wilson, and we're going to get to that right now, and I'm impressed by him. But without Braxton Berrios, I, I don't think Zach Wilson would be able to get a first down. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Yeah, I mean, people are going to hear you say, like, he's our best player. Like, obviously, Elijah Moore, Michael Carter are going to be the better players. I, but yes, as I hope a, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, hope so. Uh, and that's, like, the projection. Like, I, and I think Elijah Moore will. Uh, I can bake on that. And, yeah. and I think Michael Carter, too, if he could stay healthy. Like, he was ready to have a blowout game, like, against uh, the Bucks. I think both those guys are hit. Elijah Vera Tucker is a hit. Like, Braxton Barrios. He has been our most reliable player. I think that's the word I want to use for Braxton Barrios. He's our most reliable player because I know what I'm going to get out of him every single day. And he's always going to give like 120% effort. And I think that in and of itself, uh, is what I can live with. He's, he's got, he, to me, he's got like that Jericho Cotri like reliability. Like, and that's something that completely gets undervalued in the NFL and was undervalued when Jericho Cotri was here. And special I can teams and special teams. Yeah. And like, I think, I, I think Barrios has totally earned it. I think he's, if we don't bring back Crowder, he should definitely be in that starting. He, he should Crowder's be, it, he should be our SWAT. Like, you know, he should be Forever. out there. Him out there. and Elijah Moore. We're good to go. And of course we're keeping Corey Davis, but I really hope that doesn't stop us from getting a number one. Like yeah, we're we going to run these one. four, run these four wide receiver sets. No problem. If you want to keep Corey Davis in, all right, that's, that's, you want to keep, you want to keep like trying again next year. No problem. I agree with you, but we need a number one wide receiver. And I think our slot is going to be locked up with Berrios and our number two is really locked up with Elijah Moore. So it's really like, where does Corey Davis and a number one fit? Cause I agree with you on that. Michael Carter, is this the second time with a concussion? Was this, is this his first concussion? I know he had a couple injuries this year. First concussion. The other one was a oh. hammy or a calf. Yeah, I know he had the three games or ankle. One, what, 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 because we've we've had some opinion, we've had to, we've had a roller coaster with Zach Wilson this year. So what's your what's your thoughts about Zach? Because I can't imagine Week 18 is going to change your mind, you know, either left uh, or right on Zach Wilson. So what 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 are your what's your opinion? I mean, he's had the injury halfway through the year, so he's kind of giving you the the tale of two halves here. Mm-hmm. What's your opinion? Look, man, when it comes to Zach Wilson, I've liked the growth that we've the growth that we've seen. Only two interceptions since he's returned from injury, which has been. Amazing. I went from saying he's a TBD to being a hold. I think when you see the growth that he has, I think you can be optimistic going into next season saying, all right, we have a hold at the quarterback position. Not like, oh, well, whatever happens next year will be a determination. I think seeing what we're seeing now is the guy we were promised, um, actually promised, actually promised, and not the Tennessee Titans game because I know I said it there too. Actually, promise where we saw accurate passes, reading the pocket well, not trying to do too much, not trying to do all this advanced quarterback play, like no moving sliding. the body, no sliding, <laughs> and really just being, he I'm was just comfortable, that, man. That, that really pissed me off. <laughs> but he looked comfortable, man. He just looked comfortable out there. And I like that, you know, starting to see that growth as a young quarterback because, you know, rookie season is going to be up and down. You're going to have good games. You're going to have bad games. You're going to have god-awful games. You're going to have incredible games that give you 
like the the high, like the Tennessee Titans, where you get to see the full on improv, right? Then you get to see two back to back games against the Jags and the uh, Bucks, where you're like, okay, this is a complete quarterback play. Like you're managing the game really well and taking your shots when you need to take your shots, you know. And he was throwing the short routes. He was throwing precise passes on the short routes two weeks in a row, hitting the mid. Seeing guys on slants throwing a right, like with the zip, right on the right money. To Berrios. <laughs> and yeah. and you see that stuff, and that's encouraging. And to see yeah. him do it two weeks in a row, and we've we've seen him do it like against the Eagles, and I forget what other game where we saw a good half. I think it was against the Dolphins where we saw, saw Bengals. Um, no, that was Mike White. Uh oh, right, right, right. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, we saw against the Dolphins like a good half. We saw against the Eagles a good half. We saw a meh. Performance against the Saints because no one decided oh. to show up. Oh, but that game was awful. <laughs> yeah, but we we're starting to see, like, since that Dolphins game, we're starting to see growth as a quarterback, like an actual progress. So I'm happy about it, and so that's why I'm saying it's a hold. I think when you see those type of performances, you can say going go into next season saying, "All right, we're riding with Zach Wilson." Now, unless something completely unwinds where he's just god awful, which I don't think that's the case because. Looking at these two games, I really do think that this is the kid that was promised. And I think he really went back to square one and just is, is playing his game. So if he does it again this week, then I think, you know, I can go on to really go into next season and be like, all right, there's something to build off of here. And I think then him being the competitive person that he is will want to build off that as well. What do For you sure. feel about him though? But what do you feel about him? Like you, you came back, you, you've only seen. You know, you last left off on the Dolphins. You didn't get to really watch real time, but now you caught up on the games now that you got back. What are your thoughts about Zach Wilson? Because you were concerned too. Actually, you were more off the yeah. edge than I was because I was saying, give this guy like an offseason like Obi Toppin. And yeah. you're like, yo, no, 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 no. I don't know what this guy is. <laughs> like we, we well, get, he, I was so scared, bro. I was scared when, when, the, when your quarterback is scared and he uh, it makes me scared. Like that, that run where he had it and he slid, it looked like he had the yips. And I know that's a word that's that, you know, since Simone Biles and the gymnastic stuff, like that's that's become a word that we're all using with the yips. Mm -hmm. But it really looked like that, man. It really looked like he had a he had a kind of like a turning point, whether he was going to kind of just like become a project quarterback or become a starting quarterback. And it looks Mm -hmm. like he's starting to lean towards a starting quarterback. And I'm I'm, I'm not going to shy away from saying I've been harsh on him. I've been hard on him because he's a second round, because he's a second pick of the first round. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. he deserves to be scrutinized. He's making more money than, you know, half the, half the league in quarterbacks. And it's unfortunate for him, but that, that's the way it is. And we all know that if you're at the top and you get picked at the top, that means you have a bad team. So we do have to keep it, you know, in perspective. And he lost his left, t- the injuries are, you know, to be said for, but let's just talk about the offensive line, right? He lost his left tackle. Before we even started, his mm-hmm. left guard has been unbelievable, but he is a rookie, you know, Vera Tucker. His center has been kind of tough. His right guard has been god awful. And his right tackle has been in and out due to injuries also, whether they're moving into the left, whether he's injured also and put Moses in because Fonts on the left. You know, we had, we had McDermott, your boy, when you got that touchdown, <laughs> you know, like. How did you feel after watching that, by the way? Quick that was down. awesome. That was so awesome. The McDermott <laughs> touchdown was awesome. You said that to me, you know, uh, privately so I, I got to see it before but watching it in real time that was amazing because i hate mcdermott right because he stinks so it was perfect you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. it was perfect uh just a big slap to my to me but i was really happy about it but listen to the stat dude which also a note that uh lauren duvernay tardif the 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 guard that we got from the chiefs he had a no trade clause with the chiefs he could have just chilled on Kansas City and possibly got a ring. Or if somebody gets hurt in the playoffs, kind of step in there and, you know, play meaningful football with Patrick Mahomes. He decided he's okay to go to the Jets. And listen to the stat. Prior to LDT's first start with the Jets, the New York Jets were attempting 3.6 yards per rushing attempt, which was 29th in the NFL. Since his first start in Week 11, the Jets are 5.4 yards per rush attempt, which is second in the NFL. So I, I I don't know if that's more like Zach Wilson's better with a run game generally, which obviously every quarterback is better with it with a run game. But 
just think about what he's going to look like with a competent offensive line. And so maybe we're not being that's, so fair on him. Yeah, and that's that's a good like that's a good that's an awesome stat by the way, and a very good point. And I think because I saw shout out to our guy uh, Richie Mora for uh, Jets Media, he posted should uh, LTD be the starting right guard next season. I said yes, like absolutely, like you yeah, draft have the backup, that man, draft yeah, the backup have, right guard, and have him sit, dude, and like. Honestly, looking at this line, once LDT replaced Greg Van Roten, honestly, best trade and ever maneuvered by yeah, I love Joe, Joe Douglas. Douglas so like, much. Geez. I love the, the Joe Douglas trade. Like, he is literally the best. Is he the Yo, best? He swindles people. Trader? He swindles yeah, people. It's crazy. Uh, that is like the biggest win for him is that he's the best at trade. I don't know how this man does it, but he is legit trading guru because he got LDT and by the way we got Brown back who did make a star appearance against the Bucks. Yeah, yeah which is hilarious. Um and really offered nothing to to get LDT like a massive upgrade over GVR at right guard. And when you look at the line once you put LDT in there, I look at Connor McGovern. He wasn't even really that bad once he had LDT and Elijah Vera Tucker next to him. His play improved because you didn't have to because it's hard as a center when you know there's the weakest part of the line right next to you at the point of attack. Now that you have two guys side by side that you got to go back, it's like, crap, what do we do now? So it makes his job a little bit easier. And, and then, it's not a secret. The other team knows it too, and they attack yeah. it. Yeah, that's why they do it. That's why we sucked. Uh, <laughs> to, be, to, be, to be light. To be, part, light, to be part, part of the reason why we sucked. Uh, yeah. A lot of other reasons too. But then you have, when you have Mekhi Becton back, that left side is going to be formidable. You know, I know. See, I see people saying, "Let's move Akai Beckton to the right side, guys." Let's stop with that. All right, George Font's good at the left That's side. Insane. Insane. Let's, I don't think Font's going to be back. Yeah, I, well, I, I, I like right him. Tackle. I, I like do, him. I, do, I, do, I just yeah. don't think he's going to be back. Yeah, because he didn't like the right side. He liked the left side yeah, better. Exactly. Um, but guys, let's calm down here. Like, can we just remember that Makai Beckton was looking like? Uh, uh, a pro football hall of famer like last season. People, are, people have such short memories, man. If we, <laughs> by the way, if we were if we were a playoff contending team, I think that Beckton would be back. I don't know yeah. if that's a hot take or not. I think no, I don't think I don't right think I don't, I don't think that's a hot take. I think actually I think he would be back, uh, but I don't think. Well, actually, yeah, I think he would be back. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I think he would be back. I think you you I think you'd want your best guy out there, depending on how well. Fine. Yeah, you'd be fine. You, we just yeah. don't care right now because we want him to be healthy next year when it matters. And we're going to get into the projection stuff. You know, we have plenty of time for that, especially before the draft. But I don't know if I'm getting roped into the cycle, but I'm feeling I'm feeling slightly optimistic, man. I'm feeling optimistic about this team. I feel optimistic about this team. Granted, I know Greg, we're going to get Greg on to do the whole Joe Douglas talk. We, we decided to table it for after the season's over. Keep it on a high note. Uh, and we'll review his draft, free agencies, and stuff like that. Because I think that is an interesting topic to go into because as much as I like the job Joe Douglas has done, and he's the best GM we've had since Tannenbaum. Like, Idzik sucks. McCagnin sucked. So it's not... We could, not cover, blowing. We, we, we could put it in categories, all right? We could talk about his like his, the way he trades. We could talk about the way he drafts. And we talk oh, about absolutely. His signings. Because yeah. like his signings have been really tough, man. Really, really tough. And his first draft was rough too. So yeah, exactly. So we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll yeah. get into that. We're not going. We're, we're not going to deal with that now. Shout out to but, Le'Veon Bell playing with the, uh, against the Jets versus the Bucks. Though that just popped. <laughs> <my head. laughs> Greg called that too. He was like, "Are we going to get a revenge game?" Like, stop. And then we for I can't believe we forgot about Todd Bowles on the other side of that game. That was he's, he's, easy, he's easily forgettable, but the media doesn't like to tell you that if they have a good game. Like, oh my god, I can't believe the Jets fired him. Like, all right, believe it. He stinks, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I won't get that far. That team, the, the teams that he had, he's not a head coach. Rough. He's not a head coach, but whatever. He was also not dealt a good hand either. Like, let's also yeah. be fair. Like, you, you want to give him Ryan Fitzpatrick and Josh McCown for like out of the three seasons you're here? That's kind of rough, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> hey, hey, guess who, guess who your best wide receiver is too? Robbie Anderson after Brandon Marshall decided to get into a fight with uh, Sheldon Richardson. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I mean Robbie Anderson stinks. I, I remember everyone crying when he got a touchdown week one. With Sam Darnold against us, everyone's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it!" Even they even made Joe Douglas come out and say, "I'm sorry, I should have signed him." I'm like, "What's happening?" He's like, "You are having this is your tour. This is your tour right now." God damn, it's great to have you back. This is your this tour is right crazy, now. This is crazy, dude. It's just crazy because <laughs> we 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 talk so much smack, and then when it finally comes back, you know, to like to the conclusion is here, and we see it, we're like, "Oh yeah, whatever." 
Like, what are we talking about? 16 weeks ago, we're talking about the Jets are the worst franchise ever for letting go of Robbie Anderson. Now, he stinks. First of all, let's talk about the worst franchise. I mean, if you want to really talk about the worst franchise, just go look at the DMs of the Jacksonville Jaguars, all right? that The clowns attacking the the mentions is hilarious. I actually love it. It is great. It is great because you know what? As much as as bad as the Jets have been, yeah, we'll be classy and send a a sign on on a plane saying, fire John Idzik. But we won't be that down and bad on Twitter just... Actually, I do love that. Or, 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 and, or that kid walking around at, at uh, practice with the, with the signs. Oh, I love man. That. I love that. that. But, amazing. dude, let's get, into, let's get into this week 18 because you're talking about me, my, my comeback tour. This is, this is the game I've been waiting for, man. And I'm so is this the game you've been waiting for? This is the game I'm waiting for because I'm so happy the tables have finally turned. The tables have finally turned because I remember as, as such a young lad, Going to Buffalo with the Jets leading <laughs> this game and Buffalo acting like this is a Super Bowl for them. And then, and Rex Ryan and the Buffalo Bills ruined our lives for absolutely no reason through those two interceptions with your boy Fitzpatrick that you just mentioned to number 87. You, don't Decker. you dare call that man my boy. Right? <laughs> Eric Decker, and, Eric Decker and Brandon Marshall, my boys. <laughs> that man can yeah. go. <laughs> but that game is burned in my head. I can literally replay the whole game in my brain right now. And unfortunately, we can't kick the Bills out. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but I I hope to God the Patriots win this division. And I hope that it's our fault that the Bills lose because as much as I like the Buffalo Bills and it's fun and it's so cute, aha, Buffalo at home, uh, who, of course, they want to see the Bills nation jump their tables in the winter. I don't care. I really, really don't care. They deserve an L from the Jets. I'm so happy that the Jets are motivated. Like we have Salah. Like if, if the Patriots want to lose to the Dolphins, then so be it. Right? The Patriots always suck versus the Dolphins. If they want to lose in to December, them, no problem. Oh, actually, it's January. Yeah. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? That's that's up to them. But I want to beat the Buffalo Bills when they need this game. I don't want them to have a home game. I want them to taste what revenge tastes like when the game does not matter for us. And it's probably in our best advantage to lose, just like it was for Rex Ryan. But we got up for this game. And I really, I really want to take Buffalo down. And I, and I do think that it's going to actually be a, a huge advantage for the Jets and Zach Wilson going forward. Remember, dude, we're one in six on the road this year. Like it, we, we don't, it's not a very nice schedule. Like we, we didn't do very well. A, a, yeah. a game against Buffalo, a division when they need it, a playoff team is going to be huge because are all of our wins versus playoff teams at this point? Um, Bengals, Bengals, Titans, not Jacksonville, not Jags. Who's the other one? Uh, So, I mean, it's the Texans. So, thank you. Yeah, two and two. I I really would like this win, especially he's on the road. Give me that second road win. Division. Zach Wilson looks good, hopefully. Braxton Berrios playing for a better contract, right? Shout out to Yaboa. Did Boa get in some time? Hopefully, he's I forgot our... to mention him on the last pod. Yo, <laughs> Kenny Yaboa coming out of here, actually making catches at the tight end and making some deep catches too, looking athletic. Look at that guy. <laughs> we Maybe joked about him. It. We joked about him all season. Like, who are we going to have Kenny Yaboa out here? And it's like, actually, it looks like we needed Kenny Yaboa out here over Ryan Griffin. <laughs> I mean, I loved him in college. I was really excited that we got him, you know, in the, in the undrafted uh, section, but. He just wasn't getting any playing time, which I never understood because we have Dan Brown. You know what I'm saying? We have Tyler Croft. We have Ryan Griffin, like you said. So I never understood why he couldn't get time. And at this point, when players can't get time on the Jets, I'm just thinking it's like Mims. Like, I'm sick of begging for playing time with players like Yaboa and Mims. You know, like, they stink. Obviously, stupid. they stink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So uh i I'm, I'm 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 really feeling optimistic about this game especially the way the last game ended dude they really tried to win that game versus the bucks so then what do we got to do against the bills man you know greg called it last week that we had a run against uh the bucks to to really stay in it and he like called it man we had to do that to stay in that game and you know we're out with our top wide receivers they got a good secondary so i think once again we're looking at yeah, we, we got to run this yeah we can't throw uh we we got to run it because there's no way in hell am I like, do I want to throw against that secondary uh, the Buffalo Bills have? They're scary, bro. I think, and we saw that this recipe can work. I mean, we saw the freaking New England 
Patriots do it to them and win when, you know, Mac Jones had a, the, the best uh, rating by only throwing three, four oh, passes. God. So, yeah, I know. I so I think it's once again that I think it's once again, we're going to have to run this ball again and then take advantage. Like Michael Ford, once again, too, has to come out with like the most creative playbook to really just get everybody going and throw the Buffalo Bills defense off. It's going to be a tough one, man. The Bills are trying to play for the trying to win the division so they can get that home field advantage. They're not going to be sleeping on this one. They're going to have to get up as well because they're looking at that foe, the New England Patriots, too, that who knows? They may have to face, right? They may have to face them. So they're going to get. So they're they're, they're a little confident going into that, I think. Yeah. I think hopefully the Bills are feeling themselves a little too much where they just come up and. Exactly. And exactly. Come, uh, rain on their parade. That's what I'm thinking. I, I agree with you, man. I, and you, that's how NFL football works, dude. Like, it doesn't make any sense for the Jets to go into Buffalo, which at a time that also doesn't make sense at 425. I have no idea why they're playing at 425, but it's going to be freezing up in Buffalo. I'll tell you that much. No one's going to want to play out there. <laughs> yeah. Like, at, at, at this exact moment, I hope Zach Wilson does, though. And I hope it's not one, two, three, Cancun for the Jets. I really hope. That they end this this week on a good on a really really good note. I mean, we didn't mention that C.J. Mosley got the Curtis Martin Award, which is the best mm-hmm. player on and off the field for the Jets. I, I this is his game, man. This is this is a he's going to be here next year. This these kinds of games actually do matter. Like they remember you. And Gerard, shout out to Gerard Davis. I I think he's going to come back too. He had a, he had a nice game, man. Especially versus mm-hmm. the Jaguars, he was all over the place. I'm I'm, I'm hoping that they could put. Some put put a licking on the Bills just to show them that we're there. Even if we lose, I I really hope that we're able to make it competitive. We're able to put a stamp on this game. I know we're not going to guard the tight end. I'm aware. I am 100% aware that we're not going to guard the tight end. But let's let's keep let's keep Josh Allen contained because another one of our big problems is when the quarterback is mobile, they kill us, dude. Because then yeah. they they move up, they make our linebacker flinch. And then, and then the tight end gets even more open. Wide receivers get open, and or running backs out of the backfield. So I'm definitely nervous about that. They crushed us last time, literally due to that. Josh Allen just scramble out and just ruin us. But I think this game is going to be different. I, I don't know. I, it's cold. It's icy. The Bills just the Bills just want to win and and get the division. But I think that I think losing versus the Buccaneers helped the Jets for this game. If we beat the Bucs and beat Tom Brady, we would lose this game by 45. I, I really honestly think that. But yeah, yeah, I, 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 I think we have that. a bit of a chip on our shoulder. Yeah, and hopefully the Jets do. I mean, I think Zach Wilson should want to have a chip on his shoulder too, right? Because you want to come out here, show that you're making progress too, that you can't be the quarterback of this team. So it only looks good for him if he can also rile up the offense and be like, come on, guys, let's let's get out there, get this win, or, or just just to compete in general, right? But getting he's the a win little would kid. Be. That's so cool. That's the cool part. He's a definitely a little kid. Like his mom's like, oh my God, I can't believe Zach Wilson's playing against Tom Brady. Like he's going to be excited that he's going into Buffalo, you know, in the winter. Like he does have that little kid feel in him where it's not just like a business and professional. And so I, I, I kind of do like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The, the one thing I will say when you look on the other side, like, so when going back to like our offense, right. And I just want to wrap it up. Uh, before I like touch on the defense, is that when you look at this team, right? They're they are without Tre'Davious White. He's on IR, so they could attack that the the left side if they really wanted to, and just make some, you know, before could try to get some action on the left side, try to take advantage of him while being out because he got uh, Teron Johnson on that side. Um, I'd want to say from uh, Levy Wallace personally, but okay, yeah, that's that, that's, they that's don't my scare thing me though. They don't scare me. I just. I'm more scared of how bad our number one and number two wide receivers are rather than how good their secondary is. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. No, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Um, yeah, I guess the one thing I'll say, like that's just for the offense thing. For defense-wise, uh, the one thing I will say for the defense is that you know you talked about having to spy on Josh Allen. And we talked about how we're bad against the tight end, but dude, we're also bad against running backs that can catch out of the backfield. Exactly. This is the whole thing. This whole thing is once again like we need linebackers. We've been talking about like while you're while you're out, Greg. Greg brought up, and we were always saying like Ben, but don't break. So we know this defense is not going to be cover cover between the twenties really well. They can't break once they get into that red zone. Can I just say 
That's can, that's can the I one say, thing. I, I I know that Salah's talking about that. I know Gre- you and Greg were talking about that. I think I hate that phrase more than any other phrase in football. What kind of defense wants to bend? Like, what, like, what do you mean? Like, bend no break? Like, yeah, yeah, we'll keep you. You can have third and shorts all day, and hopefully we'll stop you once in a while. Like, that is the worst. That's a just a loser mentality. Honestly, it really is. Like, bend no break defense means we suck, and hopefully we can just stop you once or twice and get the ball back. I think when that's you what, look that's at the, what that sounds like to me. I hear, I hear what you're saying. I think when you look at the deep, when you look at NFL in general, right? Like, let's go back and just think about how many, and I think it's just because the, the NFL has also changed where it's not as defensive ha- happy as it once used to be. Like, we're not going to get the 09, 2010 Jets defense anymore. I think that's just kind of, that's kind of gone and out there. Revis ain't like walking the, through that door, huh? He ain't walking through that door. Neither's Troy Palomalu, <laughs> neither's Ray Lewis. None of those guys are coming back, man. All right. Brian Erlocker's not here anymore. The mad backer that we once had. Uh, and Bart Scott ain't walking through that door, all right? Teddy Bruschi, we can keep going down the list of guys who are just Jim complete. Jim, we can talk about guys who are just complete animals. Ed Reed ain't coming back either, dude. We can talk about guys who like they see, like they smell blood and they're ready to kill. Today, like, go think about the rules, man. You can't you can't lower your helmet. Trying to tackle is just impossible, like today. And still, like, the, I, it's just I, I agree no, with but, like, you, but there's there's still there's still. Crazy, crazy good defensive players out there. Like, look at Mika Parsons, a rookie. He murdered this year. You know what I mean? Sure. He's fine. T- the, the Watts. You know what I mean? TJ Watt. He's a beast. You know, even. even I think, but, that's, but the thing even is, Hendrickson, the thing is, I don't want to say it, but even Hendrickson has been killing it this year. But here's the thing. Like, if we look, like, talk about, look at the guys that you're mentioning. You're talking about guys who are either playing deep or you guys right up on the line. The in between yeah. where the craziness all was, the linebackers. That was the glory, man. When you were the linebacker and you were known, just, Watt. yeah. But like, are they? Are we talking about like of the same level of like a killer that they no. were? Like, or, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Like, that is where the money was and the, the the joy was. The the linebacker flying through the hole, being able to like legit cream the living daylights out of a quarterback. Can't do that anymore. We just saw that earlier this season. We saw that what happened with Matt Ryan. It was like, you kidding me? Like they're like, oh, it up, roughing the passer. It was like, serious? That's roughing the passer. Mm-hmm. You really bring you up the London game right now. You really bring up the London you, but, game. But I'm making a point. Am I not? How the I'm hell is that po- roughing the passer, Alex? Exactly. Exactly my point. So that's why I'm why I say Ben don't break. It's it's now it's now like the first, or, so like you that. you just have to use it now because you can't. What can you do? Like absolutely, what can you do unless you want to just yeah. give up penalties? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of penalties. We love penalties on defense. We love, love them. Love them. Why don't the cornerbacks turn their heads, dude? Like, I, I, I'm so happy that I knew the ending of Eccles getting that interception versus Tom Brady while watching the Jaguars game. Cause I was going to kill him. I was honestly going to kill him when he didn't turn his back for the Jaguars. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? But I shout out to him for getting the interception and having the balls to go get that signed by Tom Brady and Tom Brady re- instantly regretting signing the intercepted ball. That makes me happy. Regrets by Tom Brady because the Jets make me happy. Shout out to Eccles for, for getting like getting that signed by him. I think that's I think that's like more of a more of like a haha to hit like you know like it's more embarrassing to have a signed ball by the quarterback for Tom than it is for because you know what I saw which was I think hilarious and it was just such typical Jets nation. The first thing I saw when it came to that is a headline that wrote. Jets player gets ball signed by Tom Brady after game. Oh, Brandon which Eccles. Means yeah. like, which means like it's the dream team. And, you know, we're, we're Serbia out here getting the ball, Lithuania getting the ball signed by Jordan and Barkley after the game. Like, that's not what happened. You know what I mean? That's like Lithuania, like, like blocking Barkley at the end of the game. Like, yo, could you sign this real quick? You know what I mean? It's, it's way different. Yeah. So, <sighs> I don't know. That bothered me a little bit. So, I'll shout out to Eccles for that. He 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 has his ups and downs. I think he's he's definitely gonna be on the team next year because we're not we're talking about defense right now. Bryce Hall ups and downs looks good as a number two, but we need a number one man. We really need a number one cornerback. We really Goodry played okay too for the slot. We really need some safeties, obviously, as we've been talking about all year. How about Michael Carter the second with that sack on Tom Brady though? That was nice. I mean, anything against Tom is nice. Carter Carter and Eccles, I feel like they're fighting for spots. But not really, right? Because Echoes wants to play in the outside. Mm-hmm. I just don't think. I think he's going to be more of a number three. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. There's some. There's some good prospects, honestly, on the cornerbacks, and we're going to get to that. You know, I'm about to be in draft season real soon. 
There's some nice safeties out there. There's some nice cornerbacks out there. I'm going to be, if we don't draft a linebacker with our first pick, I am going to lose my mind. But <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that a different day. We're the first two picks. We'll get to that a different day. Right now, we're on the Jets' Bills. What's your prediction in this game, man? Good Lord. I feel like I'm better <laughs> not predicting these games because it's been actually enjoyable. I'm going to go. You want, you want the spread? Would that help you? Or will it scare you? Give me the spread. The New York Jets are plus 16 and a half, Alex. (laughs) I know. It's insane. It's such an insane number. I honestly want to think the money line's so bad. It's plus 730. I I don't know if I'm like, I have like Africa brain right now coming in, but 16 and a half? Like, what is happening? <laughs> Bro, can I just say the lines have made no sense at all the last two, the last couple of weeks while you've been gone for the New York Jets? I have no idea how to read these things anymore. 16 and a half? Three possessions? The half, like it's a hook. Like you can't even win with two two-point conversions. You need three possessions. Come on. Like, come on. A 99% of the money's on Buffalo. Come on. What are we talking about? Yo, take. I have to take. I have to take the Jets plus sixteen and a half. I can't wait to talk to Greg about this. Uh, winning picks weekly because sixteen and a half. What am I? Sixteen and a half. Once like, again, what, the what, the, what am I missing the here? Ball in the segment. third quarter. Bro, like, we don't do this ball. segment around here. <laughs> Unbelievable, dude. What's going on? I did. Like, okay, the Bills are gonna win twenty-seven to fourteen. We cover. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. 16 and a half is nuts to me. I, of course, we're going to lose this game. I expect, but under, I expect it to be under two touchdowns. Forget three possessions. I expect it really to be under two touchdowns. I thought the line was going to be like 10 and a half, 11. 16 and a half? Makes no Alex, sense. What, what, what am I doing here? What's happening, bro? Wrong segment, what, wrong podcast. Go, go, go talk about that. Was, uh, <laughs> it was sick. Come on, dude. What I'll say this. Here? First of all, I think it's going to be a close one. I think it's going to be like 27. I think the Jets will lose this one. Let me tell you something. Sorry. Let me tell you something. Just to add, before you say 41 and a half is over under. So how can it be 41 and a half and then 16 and a half? Like, I agree with you. Like, Vegas also thinks it's going to be a low scoring game. You know what I'm saying? That's why, that's why Hmm. I just wanted to cut you off and throw that in there. But like, how is it going to be low scoring and lose by three possessions? Like, that's a very small window. Yeah, I think it's going to be like 2024, 20, something stupid like that. That'd be uh, beautiful. Or maybe what, Bills, what, was that, what was that score that the Jets and Bills kept getting? 22 17 or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> Give me a 22 17. Yeah, no, I, I think this is going to be a low scoring affair. And I'm going to say, I'm going to go with the Bills winning this one. Um, hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong about this one. So, do, do you, do you, so, you know, we, we mentioned a little bit about the draft stuff. And, you know, this is week 18. This game literally does not matter for the Jets. And we can't kick Buffalo out of the playoffs as much as I really wish we can. We could just kind of bother them and maybe, yeah. you know, and not give them the home yeah, field. You just, like, you, do you want yeah. this win? This win, said, honestly. Wrong. I'm curious. Um, I, I'm not going to care either way. I'm, I'll throw that honestly, me personally, I, I, I'm, I'm content either way. I, yeah, I'm content either way. I just like to see my team win. Um, I feel like. You know, it doesn't matter. Even though it doesn't matter, uh, I would probably now more. I think about it, I'd probably just take the loss and just get good draft position. Try to get something. Try to get Greg's a player in here. Because this is like typical Greg. Like we win this game, and then during the draft, he's like, "Oh, thank God we beat the Bills week 18. Like this is like yeah. a typical like because we because it's not only about the first round. Remember, we drop one slot in every single round, right? Yeah. Round two, round three. So this is typical Greg. Our video producer and who stepped, you know, stepped in for me and the Jets getting so mad that the Jets beat Buffalo in the week 18 for no reason. I, so yeah, I, I'll go with the side that I prefer a loss just to keep good draft position. Um, don't really need the win. If we do win, it'll just be bothersome, but I won't be too upset about <laughs> it. I'll be happy. Like we, we got to okay. win, but the honestly, the win that I really wanted was against Tampa. Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah. That's and the Jacksonville. one I wanted. I needed Jacksonville just for my Jacksonville own too. Yeah, Jack- and- those two games definitely need the wins. Like you just you cannot. I, I will. I will not 
go on hearing Jacksonville be like, oh, he's, Trevor Lawrence is better. And uh, you see the Jets, he, good thing he stepped <laughs> out and he should have, good thing he went there and not the Jets, the, the dumpster fire franchise. Now go look at the mentions of Jags shout, Nation. Shout out to Jeremy Shat. Yeah. You can go, you can go rot. <laughs> that, video, that, that video lives literally rent free in my brain. But yeah, dude, I, 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 I agree with you. I, the, the tip, I'm, I'm kind of, see, the thing is like, as much as I am happy and I agree with you, well, Jets Nation's not upset that we, you know, we're winning games. I'm not that upset that we lost first, like the Bucks. Like it was fun. like the way yeah, I'm not, we lost I'm not was, the way we lost was fine. The way we lost was fine. Yes. You know, the way we lost was fine. And that's what makes it. I agree with that. That makes, what makes it better. If we just got blown the hell out, it'd been a lot worse. Um, yeah. at least we kept it, at least we kept it competitive and we had the lead up until two minutes to go. So that's what I'm saying. I, I and, and there's at least to be fixed. Like it's not like, Oh my goodness, we're a dumpster fire. Like some games this year. It yeah, was okay. The, we see the mistakes that we could fix them. And we're young all around coaches, team, so forth. That's it. But you I know can't what, John? Not say that anymore. I can't wait to not say that anymore. Alex. Next season that won't count. Next season that won't count. One, one more week up for the youngest team. I'm, I'm, I, I can't. Next season that won't count. No more next ben, season. No, ben, no break. No more. We're young. No more. Zach Wilson's a rookie. No more. Everyone's a head coach rookie and rookie. I'm done with this. No more. Zach, uh, Joe Douglas's first or second year. So you know, sign. Oh no! Fall. After all I'm this, I'm done. I'm done with all this. You, yeah, all that. This is out the window. That now you actually got to start winning next season. Like you got, you got to put some wins on the. Let on it the table. all out. You let it all out because that's it. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. No, this is you. This <laughs> is like the mulligan. Everyone's allowed. Everyone's allowed the mulligan. I need a tight end. I need a linebacker. I need safeties. I need a guard. I need a right tackle. I need everything. That's a fact. And on that note, thank you everyone for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Knicks Jets Etc. Podcast. You know what to do. Make sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That's where you listen to us. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please make sure to leave a comment. Also, if you don't listen to us there, we're on Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. On top of that, we're also on the YouTube channel. Please make sure to subscribe. Also, when you watch the videos, please make sure to hit the like button and hit that notification bell on the channel. That way you know when a new episode drops. And while you're there, we got Winning Picks Weekly. We've been talking about it. What am I missing? That's what John and Greg talk about all the time when they discuss their picks. I already, so teased, sure. I already teased the Jets Buffalo game because we're 60 and a half. Guys, go check out Winning Picks Weekly. They're going to talk about this. You can go hear John blow his blow his cap because he's upset with 16 and a half for the line right now. And so go listen to Winning Picks Weekly. These guys do a phenomenal job. They go down the NFL slate. They give you their takes. Both of them are doing a phenomenal job. And guys... After this is over, NBA season. These guys are going to be talking NBA, talking about props, everything you need to know. Don't worry. These guys got you covered. The Tratocaster. Yeah, I'll be hopping on some of that because I've been doing a little too much prop betting. But uh, that's, another, <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> that's another issue. But to finish this whole thing off, guys, make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend about this podcast. That's how you help us. And last but certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. You know about it. All right, guys. Thank you very much. And we'll catch you later next week for another episode, last episode of the Jets rapid reaction for the season. Let's go Jets, man. Let's go Jets. <laughs>